0: Welcome to another episode of Agents of Travel.
1: I am one of your hosts, Secret Agent Panacookin, also known as Rachel Van
0: I am one of the other hosts, Secret Agent Sticky Toffee Pudding, also known as Garrett Palm.
1: And today we have an amazing guest for you.
0: My old roommate in New York, Marcy Jarrow. She is, and
1: her accolades just go up oh, from there.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that you know, somebody's got to start. Everybody's got to start somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people really start at the bottom and claw their way up to the top. Uh
0: huh. From my from being my roommate, she went on to such things as writing for Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm hmm. She being, oh, you go being on some of the funniest Herald teams and weekend teams at the UCB theater.
1: To even working on UCB cruises.
0: Ooh! Uh, right now, she's got so many podcasts,
1: and they're all like pretty good. They're
0: all pretty good. They're—I mean—they're—they're I mean, they're, <laughs> they're all like—they're—they're they're hopping. Yeah, they're, they're hopping. Ella's for losers. You can find that on Patreon. Ninety Day Bay and A Funny Feeling,
1: which is about ghosts. It's very spooky and with Betsy Sadaro.
0: I won't listen to it. I'm too scared.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll listen to it and I will edit it and tell it to you in a non scary way.
0: Thank you. Just a little bit of housekeeping. This is our final episode of this tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm calling Seasons Tours. I'm
1: pretty stoked about I'm that. I'm pretty
0: excited about that. Uh, we're going to take a little break after this episode and uh, we're actually going to go on a trip ourselves.
1: Yeah, we are. We
0: just bought tickets.
1: To go to Japan.
0: To Japan for two weeks over Christmas. I'm pretty excited.
1: Oh, I'm very excited. I can't
0: wait. I love Japan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we'll tell you guys all about it, but for now. Yes.
0: For now, let's hear from Marcy.
2: Oh, I get myself in trouble. I can get in deep fast. Like, I definitely have, you know, been in a, uh, what would you say, like a... Where you're getting uh, something from someone? That, what do you Symbiotic call that? Symbiotic, transactional. Oh, trans- transactional. transactional. I've been in a transactional thing that it gets so casual and comfortable, comfortable that like, before the person's shift was over, they were following me on Instagram and we are friends. Like that's the kind of, like. And in New York, I say it because I was walking with a friend and I was wearing very cute platform shoes. Mm-hmm. I am an elder millennial but sometimes I try to be cool. Um and I t- kind of like tripped on an uneven sidewalk and fell onto sometimes a man Sometimes I try to, to be cool. I <laughs> will fall and if I fall I will hurt myself and go to the hospital. No, so I I fell onto him and like kind of like grabbed his arm and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, but what a meat
1: cute." <laughs> and he didn't respond and I was like, yeah. "A
2: meat cute is when you uh in a movie <laughs>
1: He you're acting care. like you're being like dragged down the street by another taxi. To-
2: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I fell in a manhole. Oh God. No, he didn't care. Uh, I was like, this would have uh, gone over great in L.A. <laughs> I
0: it would. I want to come clean about something real quick. So, I mean, we've known each other for a long time, Marcy, and you've known Rachel for a bit too. We mm-hmm. uh, we have a secret life. Huh? We have. Uh, we are secret agents.
2: Really thought you were going to go swingers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this no, podcast is co- asking people to swing with. Us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, we're even cooler than swingers. We yes. work for uh, shadowing of the <gasps> U.S. National
0: Travel yes. and Tourism Office.
1: Yes. 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 Not
2: NTT. Okay. Okay. NTTO. Okay. NTTO. Hmm. I love this for both of you. I Thank know you. Garrett to have been a traveler, and yes. you seem sneaky, Rachel. So I think <laughs> this is perfect.
1: Thank you so much. That is why they hired each of us respectively, yes. and our mission is to we're going to interrogate you, and oh, our sure. mission. It's yeah. a very
0: nice interrogation. It's,
1: okay. It's super comfy. Okay. And okay. then we are going to each pitch you a dream trip. And you'll decide which one you want to go on.
2: Okay. Okay. I'm excited. I've, yeah, I've got the travel bug right now. I've got my... My oh, new, the do, what is it? The bi-
1: bivalent. Oh,
0: bivalent. Bi- I got bivalent. that booster. I'm ready, yeah, I baby. Got that. Yeah. I still need to Flu
1: cook. shot, <laughs> everything. Let's get me on a plane. <laughs> yeah, let's do it.
0: We also have secret agent names. You can call us by our regular names, but my secret agent name is Secret Agent Sticky Toffee Pudding because that's <laughs> my favorite dessert. And my
1: secret agent name is Secret Agent Panakooken, which is Dutch for pancake. Panakooken. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sticky Toffee Pudding. Pudding.
0: yeah but, I mean Garrett and Rachel works as well okay yeah. okay aliases
1: and if you want us to call you anything in particular we can do that too we're very accommodating here okay you can call me
2: uh, <laughs> uh, I was, uh shortcake but that feels a little bit like pancake but still we're doing it shortcake no, we, yeah. no, we love shortcake, shortcake, shortcake two, two completely yeah, different
0: desserts <laughs> uh, Marcy are you ready for some uh interrogation she just said her name was shortcake. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sticky coffee pudding.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: I... Oh, yeah, panacotta. She knows what's up.
0: <laughs> panna Panacotta panna is <laughs> This is gonna be us for the next hour. <laughs> yeah. Shortcake. First question is What was the first trip that turned you on to traveling?
2: When I was maybe seven years old, my mom and her best friend who had a daughter my age, so by proxy, you are also best friends, Yes. Mm -hmm. and my older brother came too and he did not, it was not as fun for him, but we went on a (laughs) Disney cruise. Oh, (laughs) hell yeah, that
1: would make anybody love traveling. Yes. And
2: it was just for like a little kid, like maybe I was seven or eight, old as I could have possibly been was eight but i loved it i you know cuz there's so many things to do but also yeah. the adults are just drinking and they're mm. letting the kids wander around so i was in like a bar where everyone was doing karaoke and i did karaoke for the first time At seven? that is in seven. what song
1: did you sing i
2: uh <gasps> Oh gosh, I remember it had multiple parts, and I sang. I was singing My Girl. I was singing My Girl, My Girl, My, girl, my girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, And yeah, I, my mom's friend got so drunk, and my brother had a carrier to the room, and there was a magician that I was like, he's so hot. <laughs> How did, did he perform <laughs> multiple
1: times? Like, did you keep on returning to his show? Oh, I would
2: find him. Guess what? They're not just paying him for one show a week. He's no. he's working. He's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His may and maybe his name was uh, Jacob Lieb. I don't know. Maybe I remember that. Who's to say?
0: Wait. <laughs> wow. So
2: maybe.
1: Thirty something years later, I might remember That's remember his, name.
0: his names. This was wow! This was a very formative trip. It sounds yeah, like. yeah. Did yes. you
1: also go nuts on like the soft serve machine? I'm assuming there's a soft serve machine to go nuts. Absolutely, on. Yeah.
2: And I also did the thing that is like sort of questionable, but um, I think for children not so much. So because it was to the Bahamas, I did get my hair braided uh, yes. by by local ladies. Uh, on I think Nassau. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, you're
2: seven. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, kids can't be blamed for anything at uh, uh, they are not yeah. aware of cultures yes. and appropriation. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I'm sure too like when you went back to class you were like pointing the braids and you're like, "See these? Disney cruise." <laughs> you
2: know. Oh, <laughs> Disney cruise babe. <laughs>
1: That is awesome. That sounds like such a blast. I haven't been on a cruise before, but for the reasons you mentioned, I would love to get drunk on a cruise. I mean, it's an experience at least
2: once. I think that, you know, it can be also terrible. And the pandemic has shown us that. Yes, yes.
1: yes. But as an adult woman, would you go on that Disney cruise again or absolutely not?
2: I don't know, because I also worked on a cruise ship for a month performing. Yeah. Yeah. So... That was was it in- the second city? It was for UCB. They That's were trying right. it out as a contract. That's and I right. was the f- and it was I, it was me and uh, two guys from New York. and at, for the first two weeks, Mary Holland then she had to work. so she went back and then Natasha Rothwell joined me. And we shared rooms and we performed in, in, and we were in Alaska. And it was, that's a weird, um, I'll tell you, the clientele of a cruise to
0: Alaska is
2: not the same as to the Bahamas.
0: <laughs> What's the difference?
2: 50 years is that? okay. 50, <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I'm sure after performing at UCB and then being like, okay, now yeah. do a performance for these people who are taking this Alaskan cruise, the clientele is just. Very different as far as like the humor you're doing too. It must and they have been did not understand what was happening. <laughs> you're like, let's do it, Harold. <laughs>
2: and the the person who was in charge of entertainment for like the whole company was there with us on our first, you know, first week to like kind of show us how things work because there's a it's just a big it's a it's very different to be working and living on a a big ship. Um, and he was like, would you? what if it you guys did short form? That might be more attain, more like- um, Accessible? Uh, familiar, yeah, yeah accessible. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not doing short form representing UCB. I cannot go back to LA yeah. and have Matt Besser oh, say, were you doing short form on a ship calling it UCB? So <laughs> I said, no. Yeah, I said, absolutely not, so.
0: Wait, so, cause you've been on a few cruises, right? You've been- on a a few cruises with your your friends with the team bombardo right
2: i did not go on a cruise with the whole team but with one of uh, my friend erica we did a cruise to bermuda which actually really made sense because hotels and flights to bermuda are really expensive so and it's a small island so like it stays docked in the port so you don't have to like like get back on the ship for 7 30 like you can yeah. you. so we were able to actually like go out locally and like oh, just cool. you know until like you had to be at home at 6 a.m and let me tell you we almost missed the boat because <laughs> <Ooh, naughty. laughs> we the guys who had taken us on an excursion earlier in the day on a catamaran like ran into us at a bar and they're like do you guys want to go back on the boat and we're like yeah and then all of a sudden we're like this like french canadian guy is like trying to make out with me uh (laughs) and 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 i think he might have said i want to put the baby in you (laughs) and i was like no um and and then we hear and we're like oh and we're in the middle of the water, like, you know, yeah. in like a bay. And like, So the guy's like, we'll get you there. <laughs> so they turn on the catamaran and we have to like get to the dock and then run, run, run to the ship. Oh we almost God.
1: missed it. Oh, my God. I wonder how often that happens.
0: <sighs> I think it happens quite a bit. Yeah. I do. I think it happens, yeah. Because yeah. when we, we were in Juneau recently and I, there was a, a bar we were hanging out at that's right across the street from where the a bunch of them go, the cruise ships go. And we would see some people kind of like walking back dejected.
2: Yeah, like we've missed the boat. Yeah. And then you have to figure out how to get to them. That's like, like yeah. you you have to like get your own transportation to them.
1: That's terrible. Because how Cause like it's, it's hard things to book a there. boat. Yeah. It's hard to book a
2: boat. Or
1: if you're in Alaska, maybe a plane you might have I to know. take. Yeah, honestly. Marcy, you may have already mentioned it. But our next question is, what has been your best trip ever? Tell us about it.
2: Oh gosh, that's hard because traveling brings out so many sides of me and it can bring out the worst in me, uh, and also the best, but you know what? Um, a more, a very recent trip last year, my group bombardo went to Kauai
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: after the governor said that people could come back. We we weren't there when he said don't come here. Yes, okay. yes. Good okay. clarification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think we had all even had at that point boosters and stuff. So like okay. we were um so we went to Kauai and it was all seven of us, you know, my it's my indie improv team from like 2006. Yes. And it's so rare we all get together and we weren't, we were there for a full week. Not everyone was there for the entire week, but like for the most part, we were there and we had just the most magical time. Kauai is beautiful. We truly did feel like really safe. You never needed to be inside for any old thing yeah. Um, one of the nights, one of our friends is doing pretty well in her life, in her career. Mm-hmm. And we had a private chef and it was so fun wow. and he was fun. And like, we were like, we want to go on a boat. And he's like, I'll find somebody with a boat. Like, it was just really <laughs> nice. It, and we happened to be staying in a house for free because our friend knew someone who had a house. So it was just like, very perfect. And we could walk to the beach and, and, you know, it was, it was, you know, almost, november so it was a bit rough the the water was rough yeah. but we found some places to go snorkeling it was just very magical yeah uh and special and like we you know we all did we went on the beach and did incantations and screamed to the gods and you know which just did our bombardos. <laughs> very witchy yeah.
0: that's a yeah. witchy crew very yeah I do you, so uh, do you like to generally travel with a crew like that, like it, and like just kind of like w- be with each other in a new place like that?
2: I think ideally it's me and like one or two other people. That's okay. like, because especially like Bombardo is such a great like we've known each other so long and we're very sister like, and we can yes. fight and get like we can get into things. But this trip was so magical because we just laughed for a week straight, uh, and it yeah. was. Our friend Emily felt it was her 50th birthday, mm-hmm. telling on her age, but um, what she doesn't look at at all.
0: No, but it was incredible.
2: Tr- she, it was just like we just loved each other and laughed for a full week, just never stopped laughing.
1: Did you feel like it was really hard, like landing in, I don't know where you landed, but I'm going to assume like LAX, and you were yeah. just kind of like, oh, one of – the best times of my life is now over, and now I'm back in L.A. Like, was there any clues?
2: Well, you know, the wonderful thing with with this group is that we're like, we're always coming back together. There's never That's like beautiful. a, oh we know we're like, for, and we were like, where do we, but we're going to have to get a compound. We need a house. We need to do this. We like started looking <laughs> on Zillow. We're like, how much money do we really need to put down? If we did this, we, none of us will own homes anywhere else. We'll just have one house. <laughs> like, yes. so we started thinking. although that would, we would never do that because white people need to stop buying up the Hawaiian yeah. uh, property.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: But uh, it's very controversial. Something to think about always. Uh But, uh you know, we did. We went. We were respectful. What can you say? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, I was going to ask, too. Was part of the magic the fact that, like, it sounds like for the most part, you guys didn't over plan the trip. Like, it felt very much... Like a come and go kind of trip. Did you Do you feel like you usually thrive without a schedule?
2: I think it's better for us to not have a schedule because that might, that it for me brings out anxiety of like rounding people up or trying to yeah. plan it for them. So like, it was just nice to be like, yeah, we don't really need to do anything. Like we're going to go to the beach and like m- for some reason we had f- like not us, but our friend had flown in like this sort of like healer slash body person. So like that was the only thing that was scheduled every now mm-hmm. and then that like be like, oh, we can't all go to the beach together because someone has to be like reiki at whatever time. <laughs> but it was very funny, but it also like all of it worked and we were not in the tourist part of Kauai. Mm-hmm. We were like in a little community and it was very fun because like the neighbors would drop by and like, just truly really just like pop around the corner. You're like, wow, you're in the backyard. <laughs> and he was like, my mom made banana bread for you. Cause he knew, cause my mom knew people were here. And it's like, cause they were local, they were native Hawaiians. And like, they just kept popping by and be like, do you want this? Do you want this? And like, we had old bananas. We're like, here, take these. And she, he's like, she's going to make more banana bread. And then like, she was selling like guava jam. And then we were like, yeah, let's buy. Like, that's why, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, let's, this like 90 year old woman, let's get like, yeah, let's give her, some cashola and get some for guava jam that we might not be able to bring on the plane, but whatever.
1: Yeah, this is exciting. Well, and do you also feel like too in general that you prefer like tropical relaxing vacations? It
2: really like, I am very flexible with that stuff. I Mm -hmm. do like every time I've been to Hawaii, I'm like, this place is really magic. This is a really magical spot. And you know, it's, it's, uh, unfair that we get to go there but it is like truly like I've never felt the kind of like I don't want to say this but I'm going to say like oneness yeah, that I do there yeah well I feel
1: like there the nature is also just like very like it feels very present and having those gorgeous sunsets and the ocean it's just like you feel completely immersed in nature in a way that I feel like like isn't always the case
0: yeah did you see animals on the beach
2: um, we did one One of the places we went snorkeling, uh, which was, like I said, it was very rough. So even in, like, there yeah. was like, a, a, yeah. a little shallow, like, um, shelf, so... It wasn't as bad, but it was still like the current was insane. Yeah. Uh, and we're, we're like swimming, diving down with like sea turtles and stuff. Yeah. And then the, another time that I went, we went whale watching and there were no whales. And so they're like, well, if you want to come another day, we can give you a, a voucher, but it's on the other side of the island. And that was on uh, Oahu. And we're like, well, we don't have anything else planned. Let's do it. And no, like, not everyone wanted to go, but I insisted. Like, my dad didn't want to go. And I insisted and when we saw so many whales and it was just like like a little it was like a mom and her two babies and it was just like true. It like does inspire a sense of respect
1: and like renewed like faith in the world to be around it. Yeah, Yeah. I totally relate to that because it's almost like I like to think about the fact it's like we can't really empathize with what we can't we don't see an experience. So when you're actually there like. Seeing a whale or being out in nature—that's when you're like, oh yeah, damn shit. We've got to really like protect these things, you know. Also, a a
2: very cool thing happened because like I'm from the deep south, and I my family is, you know, we have very different ideologies, and like there's a lot of stuff that even if you might be able to agree on it because of tension you don't get a chance to. But my mom was talking to one of the guys on the whale watching tour who is native Hawaiian. And he was explaining to her how people were trying to buy up the land around their vil- their like their little village town and that they were like putting in wind farms there because it's away from where all the tourists go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and it's so bad for us because that's where our schools are. And so we have these little kids that are going to be around all these big turbines and it's so loud and, and it that's a noise thing. And then it's also dangerous. And my mom was like, can you believe that? And I was like, it's so good for her to yeah. hear it from someone and to think about, oh, that's what it means when we go buy up property from yeah. indigenous people and they have they don't have the resources to fight it. And they are just like, yeah, it was like, I thought a really cool way for her to understand. Because I think yeah, as much as like politics, whatever, like I do believe everyone actually has the capacity for empathy. They just need to see it. Like you yeah. said, Rachel. Panacooko. 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 All right, shortcakes.
1: We've got another question for you which is what's the tastiest thing you've eaten on a trip
2: easy easy baby okay in college i did a two-week backpacking tour through italy
0: Ooh. oh okay when That's, we were in yeah.
2: naples i had deep fried pizza in that <laughs> yeah.
1: i did not expect you to say deep fried pizza
0: What's that called?
1: I
2: don't remember, but I was recently watching because I'm in. Oh, Stanley Tucci does it for me. I really
0: want to watch that show. Yeah,
2: and so I got to learn about why they started making deep fried uh, pizza, and it was because that was the only they were, uh, you know, poor, and there was some sort of some sort of plague kind of you know um epidemic going on and they were like deep frying it was the best way to kill any bacteria or germs and oh. so and it was cheap and you know just like old grandmas were just doing it on the street and like selling it as like kind of like street food because it's very portable
1: could you yeah. imagine if like the answer to covid had just been like eating deep fried food like how awesome <sighs>
2: And it I'll tell you what, you would have known because Louisiana would not have been ravaged the way it was in that first wave.
0: Did you ever go to the place that uh, served it? it I think it was the Lower East Side. They made deep fried pizza in New York.
2: No, but boy- because it, it, it's so it's such a yeah. magic it's such, such a it's specific great. memory that i wouldn't i need to see if it still feels the same but i was like yeah being, like, <gasps> so, blown away so this
1: deep fried yeah. pizza though because i've heard pizza is different in italy it's like much fresher did did it does it taste different than the county fair deep fried pizza mm-hmm. i'm thinking of
2: well yes. i haven't had what you're thinking of but definitely was for sure it like it had a bunch of fresh seafood inside of it so it wow. almost like ooh like in the the cheese it was like it was very like it's like I can't explain it cuz it's not a calzone guys. I don't want you to think it's a calzone. That's
1: not what's happening. No, you would have said a fried yeah. calzone.
2: But it was yeah, it just kind of like burst out of the 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 pizza pocket. Okay, ooh. it is a pizza pocket. <laughs> <a hot laughs> okay.
0: Well, cuz the one that I had this place on the Lower East Side, it was across the street from where I worked. And they they would it was deep fried crust, mm. and then the toppings would go on, and then they would quickly cook the like broil oh, it to get the so topping way. to get the get Siri. the toppings. I know Siri was interrupting. Wow. You don't know.
2: You don't know everything, Siri. You think you do? No, this was like yeah. fold it, like they were oh. like let's fold it, like the whole okay. thing is deep fried. Like they yeah, were, that's a that's a fried calzone, in a way. That's um, what it would make you think. But I feel like
1: uh-huh. Calzone it just didn't it wasn't though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. wasn't. It was a pizza pocket. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> sticking to
0: it. Like the, the the state fair or what you get in Scotland, you can get deep fried pizza in Scotland. But it's more like it's breaded. It's like frozen pizza breaded and tossed into the fryer.
2: And maybe that is what's so different is like the crust was still like there was a thinness to it that was like yeah. more pizza like than a calzone, which is more bready yeah. yeah did
1: you feel like shit after eating it or was it like no. one of those matches so it was just like such clean eating that you're like even deep fried it still tasted yeah.
2: i think that when you are traveling to europe when we're used to eating such garbage yeah. here in america mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter what you eat you are yeah. going to come back looking and feeling better than you ever did yep. I- I was just talking about being in Dublin for like 77 hours and I drink so much, so, so much. And I was like, I don't feel bad. Why does the beer here not make me feel bad? What's going on?
1: Incredible. I don't know. Um, Yeah. Well, when you you travel, do you usually – how much – are you a food-based traveler? Like are you somebody who's seeking out like the best restaurants or are you kind of like – you know, a feather on the wind.
2: I'm a bit of a feather on the wind, but I want to like, be like, let's have some, um, some mile markers that we're going to do. You know, like, I like to be like, well, we have a tour or like we have a restaurant. And then I try to get like people's recommendations, but you know what? Everyone is wrong. They are all wrong. (laughs) They give you bad recs. Like, and then when you get there, you hear from locals what you should be doing, you know? So like, I I will make a loose plan because I have anxiety, but I much rather someone, especially like on the trip to Italy for someone to be like, no, don't do that. Do this. Like one night we were at, we stayed in a hostel and there were a lot of Australians there because we went in January, like, uh, or yeah, mm-hmm. on our, our like semester in between semesters. And, um, they were like, we're, we heard about this restaurant. We were in Rome and like, it was like a couple and they're like, if you, it was four of us, uh, like if you'd like to join us, we're going, we got there, they handed us a menu. We started looking and like ordering. They're like, no, two pastas, red, white. That's what you get. And we're like, okay. <laughs> and
0: it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing.
1: <laughs> they were right.
0: Yeah. They knew what they were talking about. And
2: we were the only people in there. So it was just like the six of us. And they're like, no, no, no. We cooked two things today and that's what you're getting. <laughs>
1: That's the best. It's kind of like in and out where it's like the limited yeah. menu is how you know that they're on to something. You know. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. They make one thing and they make it well. Do it right. Yeah. Oh, when you were in Naples, how many times did you get that fried pizza?
2: Just once, because we were going all around the country, so okay, we didn't spend. And honestly, like I would say, like in Napoli, great, beautiful it's dang it's really dangerous that's what i hear yeah it did not make us feel like a place you wanted to hang out longer so i think we actually went back to forensia we went back to florence to like we did a couple days in florence earlier and we were like it's so beautiful we really liked florence we went back and uh, we also did like this walled city called lucca um oh is it is
1: it what the movie's based on no probably not
2: Um, I think that's about a a fish. No, this is.
0: But he's in a town. Well, maybe,
2: maybe it's a, it's a walled city. I think that's his name. There's no cars in there. So like. Oh, Oh, that's cool. I love those.
0: It feels like what it was way back when.
2: A funny thing that had happened though, because like there weren't cars in the city. We had split off. It was like me and my friend split off from the other two girls. I think again, like I said, I had. Well, there was some emotions going. So we split off and like, let's go to Luca. They're going to go to the Leaning Tower of Pisa. That's not our, that's not my deal. Mm-hmm. I don't need to take pictures of things. I yeah. really don't care. I'm yeah. there. I much rather be like, I would like to experience the people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. So we I agree to this adorable yeah. Luca, but we showed up there and we'd kind of just booked a hostel last minute and we get off the train and we're like, we don't know where we're going. We have no clue. Yeah. The city seems to be a bit rounded. So it's like kind of a bit of a, a maze, a, a labyrinth. Yeah, um, And a, a man looks at us and said, hostile? And we're like, yeah. yes. And then he pointed to a car and another man said, get in. And we were like, okay. We got <laughs> in. And then a third person, a woman got in the back seat and she spoke English they didn't and she was like from mexico and she's like this is my husband and this is his brother and we're like thank god we didn't just get kidnapped
0: i she's know like, <laughs> she's like you <laughs> no.
2: because there were so few americans there weren't like yeah like they we showed up with backpacks and they're like you must be the girls looking for the hostel and then it was like yep. the most charming little like like it wasn't like a I hostel know. it was like a, an adorable b&b and they like made us breakfast Aww. but don't get in cars with strangers guys that's not
0: cool no I know I know. it's very rare that that turns out well well but sometimes sometimes it does and it's amazing it's like it's you take like, these chances I feel
1: like or something I experienced before I had like really traveled was like I feel like in the U.S. we make or at least this was my experience I felt like my upbringing made a lot of places sound scary or like inaccessible or like Like, the way people talk about Mexico, it, like, makes it seem like the second you step in, you're going to get, I don't know, like, killed or kidnapped or something, and I feel like traveling has been a lovely way to, like, rethink that, like, false belief, because I feel like more often than not, it's, like, a nice reminder that people everywhere are kind and, like, do want to help, but I don't want to dissuade anybody against being cautious I say trust your gut. Yeah. Your intuition really, it does a lot.
2: Yeah. Like we had a moment of being like, did we make a mistake? And then as soon as we saw the other woman, we're like, nope, we did also yeah. trust it, Women are so much easier to trust. It's just yeah. like, yeah, we just were like, we're doing as we're told. I also had a lot of weird stuff happening when I was in Italy. Cause I don't speak Italian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even speak French. Although that is like, you know, my ancestral language. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did take a couple of years, like literally like two years of French. So I don't speak it, but I can understand so many people speaking around me. It was just a weird thing. Like I have the specific story that I know I've told another podcast where there was a man, there was like, we ended up meeting another American woman when we were in uh, Florence and she had a boy, her boyfriend was Albanian, but they spoke Italian to each other and we were on a bus and I was just doing what I'm doing right now, which is not nonstop talking. And I he turned to her and he said something and he and they laughed. And I said, I'm sorry. Did he just ask if I ate a newspaper for breakfast? I asked if he I said, did he ask if I ate a magazine? And she said, no, he asked if you ate a newspaper because you won't stop talking.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, my not God. Not even trying to hide it
2: yeah because I, I didn't speak no italian he would have gotten yeah. fully away with it but i was like did she did she just eat a newspaper for breakfast because i'm
1: spitting out all the news baby <laughs> that's that is such a great roast a good phrase. yeah and yeah. an incredible yeah. phrase yeah.
0: also
2: not even that insulting
0: <laughs> i like no, that you're like, like well you're well, it was you're well read and, and you know your stuff so Marcy, yes, you, I know you didn't join those friends to the Leaning Tower of Pisa, but any other times that you've gone to like the big tourist attraction landmark, and has it lived up to the hype? Has there been a tourist attraction that is like been you know sold correctly? You were into it; it lived up to all the hype. Hmm. It was cool.
2: That is a great question. I will say, I mean, going back to Alaska. That to go see the glaciers, mm-hmm. yeah. really, it's again another thing that inspires respect. And on the opposite side, though, when you they show you where they were, where, like in the 80s, yeah. and you're They're like, depressing. oh no, yeah. But to like be able to walk out there and like, I don't know, like that's yeah, something about that is like, yeah, this was worth it. I, it took like yeah. a, an hour on a bus to get here but it was worth it to see this. And I'm really hopeful one day that I get to see the Northern Lights. And I hope that's the next time I come on that that is my answer, that the Northern Lights yeah, were the Northern worth it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you seem like somebody, like through talking to you where it's like, you seem very into like majesty, like the majesty yeah. of the planet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like
2: that. I think that is why like if I'm going to a city, it's so nice to just have like, some old lady like bark at me to tell me what to do and I'm like absolutely or if I'm like in nature I'm like I just can like be there in nature and 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 truly like just soak it all in
1: that's very fun it's it's also funny because you always talk about being such a like a chatty lady but it's like i it's almost like the things you truly enjoy are the things that almost leave you speechless you know yes
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the anxiety is why I talk so much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's not do therapy, but like, you know, if you. Yeah. Oh, I get it. People, yeah, people who do, who perform constantly are just deeply insecure that no one likes them at all and they don't fit in and they have to sing for their supper.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Marcy, um, what has been your, have you had a big fish out of water moment?
2: I was thinking you meant like a big fish, small pond, but big fish out of water moment.
1: I went to
2: Montana once (laughs) on a tour. I went to UCB. (laughs) uh, So you're hearing me talk about touring for UCB. Uh I I did some touring Uh for UCB. Uh, I went there in February. And I got to the airport because these things are you just kind of like hear about it two days before and you get stuff together. And I'm coming from LA to mm-hmm. go to Montana, and I get to the and someone had let me borrow and I would never do this, but they already had it a, a, a hat made of fox fur. It was like <laughs> someone I babysat for I was like take it, and I was like okay, maybe I need this. I don't know. I got to the airport. I'm wearing this stupid hat because what else do you do with it? I forgot my coat
0: it's february fuck in montana in
2: montana that
0: hat had to do a lot of work
2: (laughs) oh my god i had to pull it all over my body so (laughs) i get to montana it's weird to do a show there and then we go out to a bar and i was my my our friend uh, i i assume you guys at least know nicole byer was with me is you know pre- uh, six Emmy nominations, Nicole. Yes. And we went into a bar and she was like, it's like they've never seen black people before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm the most exotic thing that's ever walked in. I remember we drank grape vodka, grape flavored vodka. Uh- and every old man in there wanted to dance with her. And it was just like such like a weird like what is this moment and i was freezing like i didn't even bring a sweater like it was just like a just a truly like what is God. life right
0: now how is nicole taking it all she
2: is the because she, she loves yeah people people love she's an intoxicating yeah. human being yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she is it's very people love her since she lives such a magical life she i mean i'm not gonna say that everything is easy for her no but she is such a special human being she gets yeah. treated in a way that not everyone does and that's always good but there sure. but yes. there is something so unique about how she is taken in and perceived by the world mm-hmm. around her and she's just the most fun human so and she will get you in trouble <laughs> and she doesn't care
0: <laughs>
2: not care. But I would say that was my biggest like, a uh oh, kind of where am I moment? Well, and I love that your nah. biggest
1: fish out of water for somebody who's traveled a lot is within your own country. But like the U.S. is so big yeah. and has so many like micro cultures within it that it's also not surprising. Yeah.
2: yeah. It, also, I'm saying this all about places that are heavily populated with men.
1: Yeah. Like, you know. Well-balanced men are great, but you get too many together, and it can just create a different vibe.
2: Yeah. Uh And,
1: you know, it's like being
2: around, you know, like I said earlier, wolves. Like, I don't (laughs) think wolves instinctively want to eat people. They don't. But you could come across the wrong wolf, and you just don't know which one is which. And you shouldn't try to pet any of them. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. Stay away from wolves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they can all of them can eat people yes the... so if one decides to it just will
2: yeah and like i said wolves are not a natural predator to humans at all in fact no. humans are much more dangerous to wolves um yes. i really love wolves a lot
1: there, yeah i feel like is it i think it's in la that doesn't sound right maybe it's up in portland there's a wolf sanctuary
2: there's one that's not far outside of la i mean it's a, a bit yeah. of a drive but okay it's that's not what i'm far. thinking
1: of i think
2: yeah. yeah. Have you ever been? I have been. Okay. Yes, I have pet a wolf actually. Okay, yes. not uh, a big deal.
1: But but I mean it's
2: different because like they're like wolves that have been like in movies and stuff, and then yeah. like yeah. they're very used to humans. I get I think I really like I'm I'm very into animals like all of, a lot of my special moments are like when I was in Alaska seeing a bald eagle up close and being like that's huge that is the size of a German shepherd that's not yes or even like seeing the orcas and um, seeing you know like the salmon yeah. run and stuff like but
0: okay. in, Marcy I had no idea you had such a love of nature.
2: I guess like I've known
0: you for a long time. I
2: probably don't like talk about it. I think it's just like one of those things that it's like, it's like a fear of heights. Like I forget that I'm afraid of heights till I'm up somewhere high. And then I'm like, uh Oh, and I forget how much I love nature till I'm in it. And like, or like the last like big meteor shower I drove up to, uh, Mount Olympus or Mount something. And like just by myself and just like, yeah, looked at the stars and was like just taking it in but I love animals P22 is my most uh, is my celebrity mm-hmm. crush mm-hmm. very yep. excited that yep. the mountain ground lion
0: here in LA he's yeah. very
2: famous I yes. uh, I'm worried he is one of the older mountain lions in uh in uh, the wild so that is you know I, I know bad news is you know coming one day but yeah. they broke ground on a safe passage so I'm very excited about that uh, yeah I think I really care about animals a lot why i have three cats around me right now (laughs) (laughs) so you're surrounded by them i would have Mm -hmm. always said i was a dog person but i think that's like a special thing about like traveling too to like see the different kinds of like i don't know like what are the critters in that neighborhood or that area like yeah Yeah. in venice they just have dogs wandering all around venice yeah
1: that's one of my favorite things about traveling like in uh in chile that dogs knew how to take public transportation which was the coolest thing like amazing it's kind of like i always felt this way when i met brits who were like my age they seem so much more mature like they just were so much more grown up they've been taking like public transportation their whole lives and like smoked early and drank early and they're just so grown up and i feel like it's that way with dogs too in other countries where like yeah Dogs here are like little kids and dogs other places are smoking and playing poker and living full lives.
2: Yes. Yes. In Venice, I was like, oh, my God, there's so many dogs. They all have clothes
1: on, though. Why are they
2: all wearing clothes? They all have little sweaters on. (laughs) That's awesome. And I was like, I think these are street dogs, but I think the people like put clothes on them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't.
0: You don't think the the owners just like let them go off do whatever they want for the day and they come back?
2: I don't know for sure, but I bet yeah. someone does know the answer. And I, I I lean towards I think it's the people taking care of the dogs, but they're and they just kind of like roam in packs in the streets, sort of like in Rome. They have so many cats in Rome. Yeah, it's
0: oh, wild,
1: interesting,
0: It's I, unnerving. <laughs> yeah. I once saw in Greece. I like kind of wandered. Out of the city center, down of this, I don't know, port town, and down like a side road. And I turned a corner, and the street was covered in cats. There's a car parked covered in cats. I was just like, I'm not. It's scary.
1: I, I mean, it yeah. was. Insane. Well, yeah. Have you guys ever seen that? <laughs> the Scooby Doo made for TV movie about when they go to like a cat island? No. Yeah, it's really. I remember it as a kid because it was like really scary. But they go to this island that's just like covered in cats, and they're like, and it's also what makes it scary is like it ends up being true that like people on the island turn into these cats at night. <gasps> And so it was like this scary thing too of Scooby Doo where it's like there's not a man behind the mask. Actually like what you think is happening is actually what's happening. And it was Whoa. so scary. Anyway, so I believe cats around. Yeah. I don't trust it is very spooky. Mars yeah.
0: have you have you been to places covered in monkeys? No, I know you have though. Yeah.
2: You know, the closest I I was in the I was in Dominican Republic not long ago. I don't know if that's a monkey place. I don't think it is i didn't see any so uh, okay. yeah i don't it might be
0: i don't know yeah. yeah yeah
2: i feel like that wasn't a very i didn't have a lot of wildlife bothering me mm. in dominican republic probably because i was staying at like fancy places because it was for work so yeah yeah but i was I, again oh. amazed in the ca- i like went to like wander around some caves and was like blown away and i'll spend i'm a water baby too i'll get in some if i i if there's water, I feel it's a it's a must to go in it. Yeah. Wow. Even as a Sagittarius, huh? Even as a, I think I need to cool off a little bit. Ooh, uh, there, there we go. Hot. Okay. But I had the biggest fit of my life once on a trip because I wanted. We were in Sedona and I wanted to go to Slide Rock State Park because I wanted to go slide down some of those natural dug slides. Right. <laughs> And everyone was like, fine. And then no one wanted to go in the water because the water was only 50 degrees. And I was like, I will be damned if i don't i will do it alone i don't care and then i got my happy ass in that freezing water 50 degrees is very cold for water yeah yeah, that that sounds miserable it's yeah it's 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 biting like anything under 80 is usually kind of you know like it's at even like 70 degrees that's like getting into the pool so 50 is very cold uh, and I got right in, and I was like, "Woo!" All, I was like, "I don't care. I this. I wanted. I need it to be in this water. It is healing, and yeah. I needed it."
0: Uh, it sounds like you've had a lot of magical moments on your travels, like really great, perfect moments. If could you choose one of those, any moment from your travels that you could, that you would step into at any time in your life, what quintessential moment? Would you choose to like step into it any time that you could just be in that moment again?
2: Great. Is this okay if it's an expanded answer? Yeah. Yes. Okay. because I've already <laughs> done that. So the first time I went to Hawaii, I went to the island of Maui for my friend's wedding. We were staying in the rainforest. It was very cool. It was again like a private farm that we were staying on. Very nice and cool. Lots of. Interesting folklore too about the area, Um, but one of the the, I got there on Saturday, and the Sunday morning we're like, okay, we're gonna wake up at 3 a.m. and go catch a bus. It's gonna take us two hours up the mountain to the highest peak of the volcano. It's, It's 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 hasn't erupted in over 200 years, so it was like not like active active, but not dormant either. So we're going to the peak of this volcano, and then we're gonna ride bikes down. So and this is a multi-hour. We're talking like a five, six hour ordeal because you're riding bikes down the mountain because you couldn't ride it up. It's 10,000 feet or whatever it is. Yeah. But even just meeting in the parking lot, I remember I heard the the folklore of like the or the lore of fireballs in the sky in Hawaii and that when you see a fireball in the sky, if it's shooting from the horizon up into the atmosphere that is a celebration if it is coming from if it's coming down towards the horizon then that's a warning whatever uh and like fireball what is a fireball why i'm like oh maybe it's like a meteor i fucking saw one and it is not it looked like a i mean maybe it is a meteor but it, i've seen meteors before that just yeah. kind of it, maybe it was just that it was so close far down in the atmosphere i don't know it truly was like a bright ball of fire that moved across the sky and then went away and i was like it is not like it's orange and like a, a like a ball of fire not like a yeah. like a, nothing like i'd ever seen before and then we and i got to see it like right before we take the bus ride or the van ride up to the mountain and then we were on the peak as the sun came up we're the highest you know point in hawaii the wind is so it's like miserable almost it's so cold up there and the sun we're watching the sun rise through the clouds and then we get on our bikes and we're all bundled up because it's so cold up there and as we're going down we stop along the way and we take off a layer every now and then every few miles. And by the time we're, we're getting down to closer to sea level, we're like all like basically like almost down to our bathing suits and stuff like pedaling. We're now having to pedal because the incline is less steep and it starts to rain just a light rain and it continues until we get to the beach. And then the sun just shines through and it was really so magical
1: Jesus, to get an experience. It's like
2: everything. I know. It was really magic to be like up that high and so cold and then down to the beach and the water and the rain was warm. It was just beautiful. It was really perfect. That's we awesome. really shouldn't have taken that island away from people, guys. <laughs> I can't express I that enough. I know that I really indulged and got to enjoy it myself, but we really shouldn't have done that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. I we, we went for the first time recently and we finally under well i've been before it was oh yeah she went as a kid it was my first time yeah okay you're right you're right uh i went for the first time recently yeah i yeah i get it now Mm -hmm. it's It's an amazing place yeah
1: well another question we have for you is is there a local custom or tradition that you've like experienced while traveling that you're like oh i want to incorporate this in my everyday life like
0: for for instance. Yeah. Okay. I've got I've got we Do you I feel have a like new we one? use this I have a new one. Okay, yeah. Uh so recently uh Rachel and I went to Ethiopia. Ooh. And they serve their coffee in tiny little cups. Uh-huh. And I I bought a couple of cups off a coffee vendor and uh now I I drink coffee my coffee out of that tiny little cup or other tiny cups that I get. Oh. I love I I have the little like pitcher of coffee and I Keep pouring it into the little cup, and I keep that pitcher warm.
2: This is a thing because I'm not a like um, a ritual person, Mm -hmm. Mm. so that's a little tough for me. Like even as someone who will be like, I'm into, I'll do the spell. I'm a witch. I also, I don't believe that like, I still don't believe in the ritualistic aspect of it. Like, I'm like, that's not how it works. That's not what magic is. Magic is not a pattern of things you do. So that's really hard for me. I wish I had something to answer, but I will say that like, um, it's fun to see a custom and all of them are kind of unnecessary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: this is the first time this has happened that somebody's just kind of morally opposed to the idea of customs. <laughs> yeah. Nature and the the people get reverence.
2: Other things I don't feel the need to. Dang, yeah.
1: spoken like a true witch.
2: Yeah. I would never like disrespect any like, you know, like religious things. Yeah, up, yeah. I'm like, you know, it is you do your thing. Um, but, uh, and you tell me what to do and I will do it. But yeah, I'm not a, no, I'm not a big ritual person. Hey man, I love it.
0: It could even be just like you learn to love red wine in Italy.
2: Yeah. Or you know what I think when I was in Italy, because we did kind of get, mm, let's say targeted by a group of teens, uh, all wearing the same, it was teen girls. They started pushing us around. Like, I was like, oh, they're trying to rob. You got bullied? They were going to rob us. It was like an actual gang. Yeah. And there's like. Yeah, in, yeah. In, in, oh, OK. And they do have an issue with young gangs uh, in
0: yeah. uh, Naples. Now and, you and Bombardo do the same thing. Yeah,
2: we push people around. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I think that's the first time in my life that I was like, you, you can tell people to get the fuck off. And I pushed a child down. <laughs> 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 Did it feel awesome? I was like, normally we shouldn't do this, but I was like, I think they're trying. They're like pushing on us and crowding. It was like a, a group of like 12 or more, and they were crowding oh in on God. us. And I was like, they're yeah. trying to rob us, guys. And I was like, start elbowing kids. And then I was so, like, yeah, so, you know what? T- take control. Trust your so, gut. Take control. That's my so ritual. Push that. people.
0: So- Okay, yeah, so the local custom you've picked up or wish you'd like to implement in your life is pushing children over.
2: Push a kid, fuck them. Push, em. A,
0: kid. push yeah. a kid, dude. And they're pushing you, push them back.
2: Look, I don't know where you got all your little satin dragon jackets from, but you don't need my money because you have those fancy
1: jackets. I am in college, <laughs> I promise you I don't have anything. That sounds like an incredibly well-dressed gang. I know. Like it must have been stunning to be bullied. In by
2: fact, that. I was a little confused at first until I was, and then I when they started getting physical with us, I was like, "We got to got ladies, we have to do something." like they're they weren't like children children but they were they were definitely kids you know yeah Yeah. but
1: it must have felt good to be like you know what creepy guys in montana like creepy girls in italy you know like it maybe it felt like there's there is some equilibrium here as far as who's spooky yeah yeah
2: Yeah. i I will say this teenage girls are as scary as any man Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely I've also been robbed by teen girls, like literally, like uh, at gunpoint. So, like, I I mean this: teenage girls are scary. (laughs) They are really scary, especially when they get guns, guys. Yeah, I wish I had a better answer for that, but
0: no, no, no. I think push a kid is maybe the best answer we've got. Uh, All right, are you ready for a lightning round? Okay. So we're gonna give you a series of either ors. Okay. And you just, from your gut, say which one you prefer.
1: Okay. I'll start. Beach or mountain? Beach.
0: Coffee or tea?
1: Coffee. Hot or cold?
0: Cold. City or country? Country.
1: Beer or wine?
0: Beer. History or scene? Scene.
1: Clubs or cafes? Cafes.
0: Early bird or night owl? Both.
1: Fancy or casual? Cash.
0: Fast or Slow.
1: Slow. Dogs or cats or cows or monkeys? Oh, cats right now, because one's in my lap.
0: (laughs) You got it. You just got it. Okay. Okay, So... I have I a feeling. Yeah, I have a feeling we have pretty similar.
1: Okay. I think we have this I'm worried we have the same trip, but I want to go first cuz Garrett can improvise better than I can cuz no. he's been more. No. I person. feel like That's I've seen you both
2: improvise. And she's the
0: better improviser. Uh, not no, uh, I was going to say,
2: but I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, qualify One of us got
0: on Harold night. One of us Oh my Never. Gosh. Even... And
2: no matter how long you're together, he will always bring that up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rachel got
1: on Harold. It's it's part of what keeps the yes. romantic tension alive, <laughs> and, you
0: know? To be
2: clear, I also got on Herald Night, guys, so... Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> multiple times. To be clear. Multiple times. Multiple cities. Uh, just I so got one callback. Look, you're, well, talent, like, you're of your <laughs> so, talent, talent of your own, too. Talent of your own, so... Thank you.
1: Yes. Okay, so, Marcy. Yes. The trip I want to propose to you is actually... It's gonna be a Bombardo trip, but we're gonna mix it up, and I feel like Garrett's smiling because he already knows you guys are gonna go to Iceland. <gasps> That's what I want to do. I'm gonna cry. I want to go.
0: This is this is gonna be an Iceland off. I'll say that right now.
1: Oh, it's gonna be an Iceland this off. This is gonna be wow. an Iceland off. God, this is this is nerve wracking because God, I'm so nervous. Okay, because I don't have a lot of specifics. So you're gonna go with Bombardo. <sighs> And I want to give you guys a very supernatural witchy trip. So one thing, have you ever been to Iceland? I've
2: researched it because I want to go so bad.
1: Yes. So you guys are definitely going to start off in Reykjavik. And you guys are going to do the hot pools. You have to because nothing is like more of a bonding moment than being naked together with your gals in a natural hot pool. It'll take
2: so much convincing for so many of them. <laughs>
1: You know what? I was really nervous about it too. But then when I saw like all of these like Icelandic women around me naked, I was like, actually this is beautiful and empowering. And I don't even feel embarrassed anymore. I felt like I felt like part of it. Um, It's gonna be a hard
2: sell for a few, but I believe we can do it.
1: Okay, so that's gonna be part of it. And you know what, I'll say if they're nervous about it, they will have the option of being naked but slipping into the pool without anybody seeing oh, them if that makes them okay, more comfortable. Yeah, yes. So, anyway, hot pools a big feature of this. You guys are also going to go and meet the Icelandic horses, <gasps> which are these cute Auburn ponies who are adorable. So, you guys will spend some time with them. And you guys are also going to go out on a boat to go whale watching <sighs> and to, of course, see the northern lights on a boat. together. On a oh boat. My God. Yes. And you guys can even go by the glaciers. So you'll get glaciers, whales, the northern lights. It'll be gorgeous. And you guys can also do the Golden Circle road trip, I believe is what it's called. So you'll see majestic waterfalls, geysers, all these beautiful, like, natural landmarks. And you guys will be staying, like, I want to say, like, at a pretty... And a pretty nice, glamorous, like with a lot of good amenities, like kind of home base. So you guys can really just go back and relax. And there will be a hot pool next to that. So you guys don't have to like go out for that. Um, you guys will eat lots of seafood. Lobster is one of the big things to eat there. Um, and I mean, I just want to mention that there are like wolves and arctic foxes. So you guys can see those too. Although I think the Icelandic horses are going to be the big uh. moment um yeah so we're talking oh and I should mention there is a fairy university and so you guys will also as like this will be largely unstructured but as one of your big activities you guys will be able to attend like an interactive lecture with a professor at the fairy university to like up your magic and learn about the folklore of iceland because it is such a magical place. i
2: have a friend who learned the language
1: that is incredible wow okay because i'm a big fairy gal too so uh, that appeals to me Amazing. maybe you guys will all come away with like fairy doors you've made yourselves to like mm-hmm. put in your own yards and to remember the trip I, I, yeah um,
2: i love this i love this this that's great garrett good luck yeah. he's like he's like Minority reporting over there, like I can see, like he's bringing up <laughs> mainframe. Main yeah, he's like glowing off his glasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes,
0: uh, I also am sending you and Bombardo to Iceland. <gasps> okay, uh, but here, here is there, there are some differences. You'll you'll fly into Reykjavik, sure. It's a beautiful city. It's it's a wonderful place. But my goal is to get. You all up to the West Fjords, uh, which is uh, the series of fjords on the northwest side of the island, and you're gonna stay. You all will stay in this in a house in the village in a village kind of near the beach, and on this beach, there the the hot springs run into the ocean, and so people have kind of buried uh tubs into the sand on the beach to collect the hot water (gasps) this is actual this is a true place uh and you so at night that's you'll you'll all have your own tub near each other and you'll be sitting in these tubs on the beach and that's where you will see the northern lights oh my god you will see them (laughs) (laughs) you will see them from this hot tub Nat- full of natural hot spring water on the beach, you'll you'll hear some of the ocean sounds. You also hear some of the northern light sounds, That's which there right. are sounds to the northern That's lights. Right, there Kinda are kind of like tingling of the northern lights mixing in with the crashing of the waves. Oh, wow. While you are there, you'll take a, a trip a little further west on the we- westernmost part of the West Fjords, which is where it's called Látrabjarg, And that is the largest puffin colony oh. in Iceland, uh, which is where, you know, you'll see a lot of puffins there throughout the time. That's where they'll be coming from, just so you know. So you'll go out there and you'll check out this puffin colony. You'll pretty much be staying in this small village where everybody kind of knows each other. They know you. Uh, they they know the best times to see the northern lights, so they'll they'll let you know when to when to get out there. Uh, your home will include an elf home in the front yard, <gasps> which is where the uh, the uh, kind of the lava flow, like old lava flow rocks, kind of look like a house, and they put a little door for it for the elves. Um, so yeah, you will have you will have a neighbor. Like directly sharing a uh, the property with you, but it will be an elf. Oh, gotta watch um, out for those guys. You do have to watch out for those mm-hmm. guys. So treat them well. Yes, but yeah. So it'll it'll just be you. There are other hot springs around there. You may take a, a trip out to Maivaten, which is a large, larger spa-like hot spring up in the north near Akureri. Uh a few hours drive. But it's it's worth the trip. It's a big one. It's it's like the uh, Blue Lagoon but less crowded. So that is that is my that is my version of oh. the Iceland trip for you.
2: Wow. And do I have to choose?
1: Yes. You've gotta pick one. <laughs> they both
2: sound so amazing. This is very hard, but I have to say, I literally started tearing up, Garrett, when you were telling me about the the hot springs on the water. And hearing that, I was like, oh, that's what I
0: want to do. I was tearing up about it, too, because that (laughs) I I've been to Iceland so many times and my goal has always been to sit in a hot pool of water and see the the Northern Lights, and I've yet to do that. Look,
2: if you want to come mm-hmm. with Bombardo, if you run tech for us, we will let you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you want to do show? You can do show. Well, no, we don't want to shoot. Rick you you just have
2: to be the person who records us when we try to make a TikTok of us singing in the shallows.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, I can do that. I'll be your tech. I'll be your videographer. I'll be your your one-man crew. You know, I'm a producer. I yeah, I also know. think
2: we like being secluded a bit. Like, we yeah. we mm-hmm. don't like, yeah, like we're, we have so much going on with us and we, we, that like, it's nice to be like, we're not in a resort yeah. and we don't want to, co- no we don't want to cause problems because we're yeah. troublemakers <laughs> and hopefully the townspeople wouldn't be too upset with us.
0: No, they're pretty like you're, you're on the edge of the village.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. both of those sound so magical, but I truly was like that, that, that for me, like I, I have a water baby, you know? I know. Yeah. And recently, no, well, not re- this year, was in Joshua Tree in a hot tub, like watching the stars. And I was like, nothing uh, better. Being very cold it's... and in hot water, looking at a sky <laughs> that is mm-hmm. pitch black with just millions of stars. Uh,
0: I love it so much.
1: Yeah. I was also going to say, as Garrett was talking, he reminded me of a place I still really want to go that I think would have been a good alt pitch, but it's hard to be Iceland uh which is isla sky
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. what's that uh it's in scotland oh it's
1: in scotland and there are like fairy circles out there so like these like rock formations that like people from like long 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 ago created they're like in these swirl shapes and stuff
2: what is that called it's um it's a name for that but i cannot think of it off the top of my head but shoot yeah it's it. like
1: another very magical place, yeah. and Neil, I guess Neil Gaiman has a house out there, oh, right, which yeah, it's kind of awesome, yeah, I mean, but I want to go like i I want to go all the places, I know, yeah. Well, I also really relate to what you've been talking about. Garen and I were talking about this recently about like really enjoying to really enjoying going to places where it feels like magic is, mm-hmm.
0: yes, yeah, yeah. we love it.
2: like. Yeah, and then you'll also catch me at places like Disney World, so you know. Like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's like a capitalist magic at Disney World. Yeah, no. it's
2: uh they they've they've created it, they've manufactured it, and it works for me. So unfortunately, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: as long as it works. If anyone it's knows fun. how to
2: get me into Club Thirty Three? Hit me up.
0: Have you never been
2: to Club Thirty Three?
0: Yeah. You've
2: been to Club 33?
0: As a kid, yeah, my uncle knew somebody who got us in.
2: You can't just go there, guys.
0: I know. It's a big Well, because you worked for Disney for a little bit. I, you did a, college the college program. They
1: wouldn't even let you in then?
0: No. Well, I, I
2: don't World. know that, yeah, they had, they probably have something like that that's even more exclusive that we don't know about, but.
0: Yeah, probably. Wow.
2: Yeah, I also, yeah, like I'm like, give me the wilderness or I guess give me some stupid theme park. I'll do that too.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) But always give me ghosts, guys. Always give me ghosts. Always give you ghosts.
0: Yes. Or legends and stuff. I love a legend. Okay, so elves and fairies work.
2: I was very disappointed when when I was in Dublin and found out the Vikings were very small. I was like, they're small? I was imagining them being big this whole time. Like short? The guy on the tour said, shorter than your average Irishman today. And I was like,
1: what the heck? I wanted them big. But back
2: then,
0: but back then they were, that was big probably.
1: Maybe. They're just a bunch of gimlies, I guess. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: also, you were talking about elves. I was, have you ever heard of the Domovoi?
2: It's like this thing um, in like Russian and that kind of like, like in Slavic folklore as well. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. A Domovoi is like a house elf of sorts and they can be, or, like, yeah, they can be helpful and like, Watch over the house, but if you keep a messy house, they will start playing tricks on you and kind of act as a poltergeist. Oh, I don't know domovoy, yeah, domovoy, domovoy, I forget something like that. Um, but I uh, had a friend from uh, maybe I forget what country, maybe Bosnia, and he was telling me about that that his family believed in them. Oh, that that's is cool. so cool. So, I was,
1: I just want to share real quick and. Then we can go. Aww. Uh there I was looking up Dutch folklore because I was like, I don't know, just trying to figure out what the deal is because my family's from there. And um the like one unique thing I could find was there were these women who are like banshees, but they were called like women like missed women essentially. And what they would do is they would kill off guys who ghosted women basically. <gasps> Which I thought was like pretty fucking. That's awesome.
2: so funny, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Also, I love the Dutch people. I love any sort of rude culture. What we would consider rude.
0: Oh yeah, what? very straight and to the point. I love Dutch people. I yeah. very, very direct. Direct. I also, very direct.
2: find um, the German sense of humor is perfect for me. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm just like I like be mean. I don't care. Be a little mean to me. I don't mind.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, they're all kind of mean, but at the same time, like, nobody's offended. So it is, is it even being mean? I just
2: are, like, I think Western idea of, like, politeness and stuff. Like, it's almost like how, you know, like, when people are like, New Yorkers are mean. I'm like, ah, it's fine. Like, you know, I do want to chat, but, you know, whatever. They don't like me, so it's fine.
1: Yeah, well, that was actually something that, uh garrett and i struggled with when we first started dating was my family's love language is making fun of each other like brutally but just like relentlessly making fun Mm -hmm. and garrett would come into our family gathering and i would just be like roasting him and garrett is like what the fuck
0: Uh, (laughs) it wasn't just the family it was all the time that you were it was yeah
1: okay well
0: Uh. it's hard well look because i'm Look, Mar- you know me, Marcy. I am made fun of constantly.
2: There's so many things. It's so
0: easy to. <laughs>
2: also, you're a precious human being who is who there's <laughs> nothing you. about you that is unlovable, which makes people who love you like Rachel and I like want to like make fun of all of it because it's all uh, it's all very like I want to say precious and not a demeaning way. It is a
1: preciousness
0: yeah. about you. Okay. Okay, it's a I, way of
1: celebrating I, Yes. It.
0: I won't edit this part out then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I love it. That's like, it's a way of celebrating you that's fun for us and feels horrible to be on the receiver. It's so well, funny th- because, I,
0: go ahead. I will, I usually, I'm usually fine with it. I usually enjoy it. I, it, because it's usually like, oh, attention. Uh, it's just, I, I don't know, when it's that like. But yeah, it's intense. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, in, it can be intense. And when it's like, If it's somebody I'm spending all my time with,
2: you know, I have a funny little rule about that. About making fun, Um, Mm -hmm. you are not allowed to make fun or roast me if you don't hug me, hello and goodbye. If
1: I love that, that's beautiful. If we
2: don't hug, if we aren't, if we aren't the kind of
0: people who hold
2: each other tight, you don't get to make fun of
0: me because you don't love me, and
2: that's not fun. You're not having fun. You're being mean.
0: And that's why you didn't like my best friend from childhood, Anil, making fun of me, because him and I don't aren't big huggers. Not big huggers. I also was like, excuse me, sir. This is my job. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We got to wrap this up. This was up. fun. I could talk yes, forever. Thank you so much. Thank you so thank much, you Marcy. So much. Thank you
2: for having me. I can't wait to go on yes. my trip.
0: Oh, uh we'll see when that happens. You know, if again we're uh, we're we'll let you know when opening, we get the yeah, funding. When we get the funding, we'll let you know. We'll let okay. you know. But don't worry, don't worry, okay. it's coming. It's well,
2: coming. I've already told some of the bombardo girls, so expect some emails. Okay,
0: great.
1: Please don't hex us <laughs> if it doesn't happen right away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye
1: bye.
0: And that was Marcy. We choosing I mean Look, I knew we were both gonna say Iceland as soon as she said she's always wanted to see the Northern Lights. Mm-hmm. I, I, I knew it, and I stuck with it because it's a place I love, and it's a place I get emotional about. Mm-hmm. And the Northern Lights are a thing I love and I get emotional about. And what I pitched, I somebody who was just somebody was just telling me they actually got to experience my dream. That
1: was Mari.
0: That was Mari. That was right. In the previous episode, Mari got to live my dream of sitting in a hot pool of water at night in Iceland looking at the Northern Lights. That is that is all I want. I knew. Said- I also knew, because my friend told me about, my friend, uh, when I went to Iceland and to teach improv for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. his family... Uh, had a cabin on the West Fjords that was on the beach with that setup, and I was like, "No, this is perfect."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I want to yeah. go there.
1: I'm doing I'm doing my best not to undercut
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, baby.
1: I'm doing my best to <laughs> deny my Dutch impulses.
0: <laughs> oh, let your Dutch out.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: <laughs> here it
1: comes. Well, next time I win, I can't wait to do a villain's breakdown of how I knew all along (laughs) the winner would choose me. I orchestrated it perfectly from the beginning (laughs) and it all went according to plan. I knew
0: I know I'm not the villain because I won and villains never win. Mm. The good guys always win unless you think this is the end of act two.
1: Excuse me have you lived on planet earth? Villains win all the time. I
0: live in Hollywood. Oh
1: my God.
0: Which is not on planet Earth.
1: (laughs) And where villains never win. (laughs)
0: Yeah. You heard it here. Villains, you can't win in Hollywood.
1: Everywhere else, sure, but not in Tinseltown.
0: Not here.
1: So, anyway, guys, we'll see you.
0: (laughs) We'll see you next tour, otherwise known as season.
1: Bye. Season two.
0: Season two. Uh, after our trip to Japan, we'll 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 break it down. I hope you enjoyed season one. Tell your friends, like and subscribe, uh, give us a rating. Can you like? Well, subscribe, follow us.
1: What you usually say is leave us a review.
0: Leave us a review. Tell your friends about it. Spread good word of mouth. Yeah, I hope you like it. We we have fun making this and i hope people are listening some people i know some people are
1: oh this is heartbreaking <laughs> <I know. laughs> absolutely heartbreaking ending to season 1 yeah i hope people are listening <laughs> all right guys happy travels
0: happy travels